Hello and welcome. You are listening to Live and Live Voce. My name is Adam. My name is Meg. And this week our word is sycophant. Or is more deep. accurately, your word is sycophant. My, my word is sycophant. So, um, you know, do you want to do a bit of banter before we start this show? Sure. I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm sleepy too. Yeah, I'm, I'm sleepy and drunk. And I'm a little and, bit too drunk. And like, sad drunk. <laughs> Sad drunk. This is the kind of thing where, like, I, I, I feel like with drinking, sometimes, right, on a really good day, and depending on what you do and what you drink and, like, who you're with, it's like, oh, I'm, like, super amped up and, like, ready to go and stuff like that. And then there's other days where, like, if you had a long day and, like, you know, we normally record these episodes at night because, like, we're so busy during the day or, like, we just got other things going on, right? You know, like... We're sleepy now. Are you, are you sleepy. saying? Are you saying that I'm bumming you out? No, 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 I'm just out. a bad drinking. Partner. Yeah, exactly. No, it's just it's just tiredness, right? But like, we're still gonna put on a good show for you, right? Because like, that's what we do. I mean, we can we can give it a good crack. We can I, try. I think we're gonna give it a go. We're gonna we're gonna try our hardest to to make this entertaining. Exactly. Um. So, do you want to talk about what we've had to drink, and then I I might as well just get right into it, right? Um, so I have been enjoying, um, so a dark grape version of the AU vodka. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I don't know if we, we mentioned, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. we mentioned it because we were drinking it while playing badminton. But that was, but that was the blue raspberry. Yes, it was. Yeah. So that was the blue raspberry. So I've, I've got another one now. Mm -hmm. I've got the, um, the dark grape and, and I'm not gonna lie. I think it's substantially better. Yeah. Like. Don't wrong. We kind of know the guys that distill this vodka, yeah. right? We know where they're from. They're, they're very local. We know where to, they live. We know where they live. No, this. So actually, the, the guy that distills this is very kind enough to drop around a bottle of a bottle of their regular vodka, not their flavored yes. vodka. Uh, their flavored vodka we bought from a local local off license, local liquor liquor store. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been drinking this dark dark grape mm -hmm. um, AE vodka. And I'm not going to lie, I actually like it. I think it, it's a good shout, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's, okay, it is significantly tastier than the blue raspberry one. And you know what, I, as flavoured vodkas go, I think this tips me in favour of flavoured vodkas. Mm. Because I don't think I've tried a vodka yet where I've gone, you know what, this is better than me just mixing plain vodka mm. with something I want to taste. Yeah. Right, because you know, vodka is the ultimate mixing drink, right? Like, I think there's very few other like alcohols that are so like sort of flavorless that you can just go orange juice, yeah, Red Bull, yeah, yeah, you know, apple juice, yeah. yeah, right? So, why do we need flavored vodkas? You know, <laughs> no, it's true though, isn't it? Right, why would you need flavor? Why do I need a vodka with blueberry flavoring in it when I can just buy blueberry juice and vodka? This is true, this is true, but you're getting really impact, you're getting really passionate. I about love this, my vodka, about this I love my vodka. That's anyway, what I'm about. anyway, I, I, will, I, will, I will digress because yes. tonight is not about vodka. Yeah. That might come up in V, which is coming later in the episode. Mm -hmm. um, in the series. In later in the series. Um, tonight is about S. Yes. Sycophant. Sycophant. All right. So, um, I, 
I don't really have like a proper title for this like episode. Boo! Failed. Boo! Failed. No, Get out! No. Done. I'm sorry. I don't think I can accept a dissertation. <laughs> I definitely cannot accept a Viva Voce without a title. Even my phoned-in one last week. I'm gonna call it. I've come up with a title. I've improvised I've one. Improvised. I'm going to call this talk um, No Homo, uh, Jeffrey Stedman, Waylon Smithers, and the kind of homosocial problematic nature of sycophantism in television. How's that? <laughs> you sound like an English major. There it is. All right. So I'm going to start off by sharing um, the definition of sycophant because I, I actually think it's really interesting the way that like the word itself has kind of split into different meanings um, in different languages and stuff like that um, and in different time periods, right? So do you know like the root of, of sycophant and like the language that it comes from and stuff like that? Uh... And, like, context. Or maybe not even that, but like just like the kind of like uh, like cultural co- context or like the original language. Sycophant. Mm-hmm. Fant. Is it Russian? No. Where does it come from? Greek. Unsurprisingly. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, you, know, you know, like a lot of English words are either like what, like dramatic Latin or Greek, right? So it's you know one of the three is probably your best bet. But so so the modern English meaning, right, is this kind of insincere flatterer. Uh, you know, someone someone who excessively compliments and obeys in order to reap personal benefits, right? So we're saying Waylon Smithers is a sick of that. Well, I won't get to that just This yet. is interesting. You're, yeah. you're, you're venturing into a dangerous territory exactly. here. Exactly. I was saying some controversial stuff. This is some... There's some cutting edge research. If, my, if I had a specialist topic on Mastermind, it would be The Simpsons. <laughs> Anyways, um, the origins of the word... So the the word sycophant actually comes from this like legal um, context from classical Athens. Mm-hmm. So in, you know, kind of ancient Greece, most legal cases were brought on by private litigants and stuff like that um, because there wasn't kind of this established police force um, and there were like limited publicly appointed um, prosecutors and stuff like that. So instead of like the state versus someone, it would just be like X versus Y, right? Like someone, someone sure. would have an issue yeah. and they'd be like, "All right, let's get to it." Right? Yeah, let's, sure, let's sure. I get you. Deal get you. with this. Um, but that actually led to litigants bringing these unjustified prosecution, like and, and basically just trying Spurious. to like, yeah, exactly, right? And like, what what ended up happening is, you know. They, there was this new term to classify slanders, defamation, and stuff like that, which is like the word sycophant, right? Okay. Um, and it's to the degree that in modern Greek, the word sycophant means slander, and in French, it also means like informer or like liar, like of that kind of context. Interesting. Which interesting. is interesting because it's completely different from the modern English, right? Yeah, and it's not even just unrelated, it's actually almost the opposite, it's quite right? Different. Quite different because with you know modern English you get these connotations of like you know a parasite right or being very like kind of falsely flattering I would exactly. say exactly like it's all about this kind of personal gain um, and the etymology I want to next talk about like kind of the the like the root why the word is why the word is and like other names for sycophants right because 
the, the way that I first learned about the word sycophant was through studying for, like, GRE exams and stuff like that. And that was, like, a word where I was like, really? okay, like, huh. that's one I gotta know, right? Mm-hmm. And I, obviously the definitions and, like, other synonyms and more kind of colloquial terms I had known, right? So it was not difficult to memorize and, and kind of pick up. But it was nevertheless still interesting to know. So the etymology, sycophant apparently means revealer of figs, um, which is really interesting. Figs. Yeah, figs, like the fruit, yeah. right? And that either had to do with, you know, linguists and kind of language, you know, historians and stuff like that. They speculate that it either has to do with the theft of literal figs, right? Like some kind of, um, like, legal or, like, you know, kind of criminal issue, right? Or, uh, like, false accusation, right? So, like, insulting someone for stealing figs or, like, slamming them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or, interestingly enough... It is to do with the kind of phrase and the action of showing uh, the fig. And showing yeah, the fig. Okay, so this is actually still a super duper common practice around the world. What does it mean to, like, show someone the fig? Do you know? No, I don't. Go on. It's when you do this. Oh, okay, yeah. This isn't so much of a common, in, common insult in the UK, I don't think. Yeah. But I do know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. so basically what I'm doing is I have my hand in a fist and then I have my thumb kind of sandwiched in between my index and middle finger so that it kind of looks... Well, it looks like a lot of things, right? So, you know, it, it's kind of seen as this mildly obscene gesture. And around the world... I, like, people have different meanings for this, and they're, they all tend to be very negative, right? So it's either to do with, like, um, like a fig, or it's to do with, like, female genitalia or male genitalia. Huh. Um, it's sure. to do with grabbing someone's nose sure. or, like, you know, flicking of the nose. And sure. So, like, it's, like, in, in Japan, in Turkey, in parts of Africa, in parts of, like, you know, the Middle East, like, every uh, parts of Russia, like, everyone has, like, picked up this kind of... Um, a gesture, and it kind of means different things, but all, it tends to mean something, something rude. So linguists and stuff like that are like, oh, like maybe, maybe you know, um, the revealer of figs, sycophant, stuff like that has something to do with that. Sure, yeah. sure, I understand. Okay. Do you do you know some other more common names for a sycophant? Right? Um, toady. Yeah, toady is one of them. Uh, There's some of them that are quite lewd, right? Brown nose, though. Yeah, brown. Do you know where that comes from? Uh, I, I thought it was like yeah, you know, like yeah, you know, being very close to someone's someone's rectum. Exactly. You well, know. you know why though? Because if you kiss someone, someone who doesn't ass, someone who doesn't have access to a bidet. No, but if you ki- no, it's because if you kiss someone's ass, your nose gets stuck in their like asshole. That's why. No, that's but that can't be that. That doesn't make any sense because no. But if, you're, the, if your okay. lips, if your lips no, are, if no. your lips are around someone's anus, how could your nose no, also in, be there? That's in, one big rectum that oh they've my got. God. But you know what I mean, right? Like that's where it's coming from. Ugh. I just don't know because this is the thing, right? If you're kissing someone's ass and no, your nose, no, kissing someone's like taint or someone's yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Right? You're either kissing their taint, yeah. right? Yeah. If you kiss someone's taint, your nose gets or you're in k- kissing their rear crack. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah, you so, so you're saying to me you've missed your target. Well, I'm so. Yeah, maybe. If, if someone wanted to brown nose me, quite literally, oh. I would be very disappointed if they couldn't get their lips square on yeah, my Yeah, that's anus. not a true sycophant. 
Anyways, anyways, okay, obviously, right, like some other terms, some other like, you know, names for the sycophant is like ass kicking or ass kicking. Oh my God. No, it's quite the opposite. <laughs> like the opposite. Ass kissing or ass licking, right? Those are, those are common. Um, apple polishing. Have you heard of that one? I have, yeah. Uh, crawler. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of makes sense. Hanger on. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, lick spittle. I've 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 sort of heard that one. Yeah, yeah I'm sort of I've, that sort of rings a bell. Yeah, and then sucking up, right? That, I think that's one that that one is like very like you're a suck up or like oh yeah, it's quite a to, common you know, one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and when I was looking for all of these and like finding the kind of weird fig connection, I kind of was like, these are all like really like scatological and like lewd, and in in kind of many contexts, as I'll, I'll share, like. Often the sycophant is this very like male to male kind of relationship sure. thing that takes place, right? Like the kind of weird tension and kind of loathing and name calling and kind of negative connotation comes out of the fact that it's it's between, you know, some alpha male and then some other guy that doesn't necessarily want to overthrow that leader but wants to like revel and and get all the benefits do you know what yeah I mean? sure okay so have you have you heard of um uriah heap uriah heap yeah um no is this a greek guy no Sounds like a greek no guy. it's not it's actually from charles dickens so it's like the opposite it's quite different from well not necessarily because charles dickens might have based it on a, on a less known greek greek title no but he didn't so okay. so uriah heap is. i tried is, so you're right. Give me points for trying. Is, this um is is probably the best like literary example. Um, it's from Dickens's David Copperfield. Okay. Um, and it's this... which is known to be based on the Greek tragedy. Mm, I don't think so. Oh. Which is based on the magician. <laughs> no. So so Uriah Heep is this law clerk who is kind of like. Weasley, like he has this very like Weasley kind of appearance. Very well, quite Greek, like a like a no, demigod. I don't think so. And he tries to take advantage of his employer, right? So he he kind of like lingers, he assists, and ultimately what he does is he he tries to like blackmail his his boss um, into making him a partner in the firm. Okay, right. kind sure. of you know yeah. he, he he kind of he kind of compliments 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 and then takes advantage of that kind of relationship, right? Smart, smart. Okay, but there are other, of course, other well-known sycophants. Okay. So I want to talk about Doctor Jeffrey Stedman. Stead. Do you remember this character? Because like one one way that we kind of bonded when we first started going out was through Scrubs. Do you remember who Doctor Jeffrey Stedman is? Stedman is Stedman the one that sucks up to Kelsey? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, so Stedman was supposed to have actually, like, more episodes and stuff like that. Yeah. So he was introduced right at the beginning, I think in the first or second episode. Yeah, right? it, felt, it felt like a character that they yeah, developed that and they then they binned. they planning to do. And then, apparently he just didn't receive very good, like, um... Yeah, I don't. I don't think people like, received okay. it very well, right? Because yeah. I think it was too early for him to be a suck-up, right? Like, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> there were some really funny, like... JD's like fantasy sequences involving Stedman. So he, he ended up being in five episodes sure, of the whole yeah, show. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously Stedman um, humping Kelso's leg, like a dog. Yeah, yeah, I remember right? this one. Yeah. It's one where Stedman 
um, he, he's talking, but like everything he says is just, I'm a tool, I'm a tool, I'm a tool. Yeah. Right. And then remember like the one where he's comparing Kelso's penis, like, or he's talking about Kelso's penis and he says, it's sure. like a baguette. Oh, it's so gross. And he like That's holds so up his fingers to like show the That's size so and stuff gross. like that. Right. Um, and, and, you know, this was, like, the first character that I thought of because I really like Scrubs, and I was like, sure. okay, that's, that's sure. like, what I picture as, like, the kind of, like, uh, epitome of being a sycophant, okay. right? Um, but what I think is really interesting is to also note the appearance of, of Stedman and compare it to, like, a character like Uriah Heep, where sure. it's, like, this very, like, lanky, kind of, like, scrawny... Sure kind of weaselly kind of character yeah very almost praying kind of thing like a very like a pre- parasitical yeah which exactly. i think is sort of goes back to what you were saying earlier about sycophants being yeah. parasitical yeah, yeah. anyways and, and very much of this like beta male kind of character which brings me on of course to the kind of main focus like, like the kind of main case study of, of sycophantism right who and and that's waylon smithers really yeah i would I, say i'm so. i'm not convinced because the implication of waylon smithers is that he has a homosexual attraction to mr burns okay well i would like to actually talk about that because okay. there's quite a bit of like kind of interesting history of of Waylon Smithers like sycophantism sexuality even his race um and and how that all comes together um into into this character okay okay Okay. so basically Waylon Smithers um is this uh like personal assistant basically right of of the like boss of the nuclear power plant yes right c montgomery burns charles montgomery burns and he the kind of running gag or like who who he is as this character is he's like completely devoted to his boss sure yeah um and actually waylon smithers was inspired by fox executives um and they're groveling towards um, Barry Diller, who who is the guy that founded um, sure. Fox Broadcasting and USA Broadcasting, sure. right? Like these kinds of like um, sycophantic sure. bi- like executives and like bosses and sure. stuff like that okay. were were like the people that okay, yeah, yeah. you know Mac Rowan, like David you. Silverman used to make Smithers, right? Sure. Um, and up until um, the twenty seventh season of The Simpsons. I mean, especially in the first, like, couple and stuff like that, Smithers, like, sexual orientation was this kind of, like, it's just right on the surface, but no one will come and, like, scoop it up, if that makes sense. Sure. I think what's really interesting is he was originally black. Yeah, so the first season yeah. he was originally black. Yeah, yeah. and he had, like, well, or or rather he had, like, kind of this darker skin and yeah. blue hair. Um, and he was later re- like retconned, basically, right? Yeah, Where I, I said, think it, it, he said that he went on like a vacation to the Caribbean and then like came back with a tan and then yeah. like proceeded to have like the, yeah. the very like characteristics yellow skin of the Simpsons. I think you know the, the earlier episodes of the Simpsons. It's important to remember, and particularly the, the season one of the Simpsons, is it was this show that had kind of emerged out of caricatures used as much smaller skits, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't designed for the sitcom level of development sure. and i think there was a lot of like 
fine tuning that went into the creation of these characters yeah. and that's why you do see stuff like skin tones changing obviously a lot of voices changed in the simpsons over the years um you know a lot of styles have changed of how they we they sort of portray simpsons characters yeah. sure but basically um like mac Roning and david silverman like they later said that um Smithers' skin color was actually a mistake in the animation process. Sure. However, there are also interviews of, you know, the creators basically saying there's no way that we can make a, quote, white sycophant because, or, or, or rather, we have to make a white sycophant. There's no way we are, we can make a black subservient. Like Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because then all, otherwise, it basically... There's like, a lot of problematic you're undertones You're pairing this, there. you know, like, black subservient character with a character like Montgomery Burns. Like, with a name yeah. like Montgomery... It's just a little... It's a little too much, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I think I think there's definitely... Uh, you know, there's a lot of... You've got to be very conscious there. And I think, you know, when you want to take a character in a certain direction, you have to consider, you know, what is the undertones and undermessages of yeah. that show. Um, so, to do with the sexuality, like, the creator's you know, consistently said, oh, he was, like, Burns sexual, right? Um, and, sure. and there were actually a number of um, episodes where um, scenes had to be cut and, like, you know, had to be changed and stuff like that because, like, the jokes for Smithers' kind of sexuality were kind of, like, pushed a little too far, sure. right? So there's this one scene where, like, Smithers is in bed and, like, Burns, like, jumps from through the window and stuff yep, like I that. Remember, yeah, I remember, yeah. apparently there was this, like, lump on the bed that had to be like changed because sure. people were like oh this is this is too much right yeah. whereas the producers or like the creators were like oh that's his thigh like that's his leg don't worry about it and they were yeah. like no you have to cut that right yeah. like that's too inappropriate um and and actually in 2004 there was this huge like hype kind of thing where the the, the simpsons creators were basically like someone is gonna come out in this season sure right and it led to this, like, international, like, revival of The Simpsons. Sure. And, you know, you had these, uh, like, LGBT websites and, and, and kind of, like, early on, like, you know, fandoms and stuff like that doing polls of, like, who do you think is going to come out? Sure. And not only did Smithers get, I think, 97% voting, yeah. but that was, like, their most popular post of all time. Sure. Right? So it drew in these, like, huge... Sure audiences and stuff like that yep. who, who don't normally like you know engage with the, with the Simpsons, Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. exactly right and do you know who actually ended up coming out in 2004 oh god go on so it's not it's not smithers it's actually patty bouvier who's who's margin that's sorry um, yes that is it yeah yeah, yeah. she because she ends up dating the guy the girl that turns out to be a guy yeah yeah but like so and and a lot of people were like really critical of that because they were like oh you know you kind of hyped up this like this character of like smithers and like but blah, I don't. Blah, blah, blah. I don't it think. It, I don't that. think it would have been that much of a shock, really. Right, like because much earlier than that, there'd already been like the episode where they'd explored like Bart's sexuality, mm -hmm. and like you know the concept, uh, the the that in the context of um, like Homer's new sort of like gay f uh, friendship of like a gay man. Yeah, John Waters. John, John Waters, <laughs> yeah. right? And and you know they'd already they'd already sort of done an implicit indication of smithers sexuality within that episode mm -hmm. you know I, I 
don't know as there would have been a lot of interesting mileage yeah. in confirming something that everyone kind of already yeah. knew. Well, you say that, but in 2016, they did actually go go forward and, and like explicitly sure. confirm it um, in, in season 27. Um, and, and it's interesting because... I think like the direction that they kind of took with with Smithers and stuff like that, it it didn't kind of lead to as like positive of a like critique or like review sure. um, from from like the public and stuff like that. And I think one it does have to do with the Simpsons in general not having the kind of like acclaim that they had in like you know the eighties and nineties yeah. and two thousands. Right, it is what it is. Yeah. A long ass show, right? Yeah. And at some point, right, like. Yep. that kind of um, momentum momentum it it, it, it fades yep. right um and i found this really interesting article by um oh gosh anna um lekowich lekowich oh god um maybe we'll put her name in and in, in like the description of something but this article was published in 2016 obviously following you yeah. know the, the official like smithers coming out episode sure and it's called the the title of the article is called the smithers question why do we keep retrofitting progressive narratives in pop culture okay, yeah. and you know basically the the author of this article was like okay smithers is clearly um kind of this this Bought of these kinds of euphemistic jokes for a few decades, mm-hmm. like Smithers takes on this kind of very sycophantic kind sure. of. There's this close connection between, I think, um, his sycophantism, right, sure. and his sexuality in the same sure. kind of way, right, where you have Stedman as well. Um, sure. Like clearly sucking up to Kelso, but doing so in a very kind of like submissive, homoerotic kind sure. of way, right. Um, and, and basically the author was like, you know, is this kind of retroactive continuity, you know, is that doing more for, like, more, in this case, more for, the, like, the LGBTQ like, Q community, or is it more for, like, you know, the, like, the show itself, right? Sure. Um, and, and basically saying, and I think this is actually a really good point, that the Simpsons writers are, you know, struggling to make a character... Um, born out of the late 80s and early 90s, tessellate with contemporary like social politics and sure. stuff like that. I, I think the, the, that sort of analysis does fail to consider, however, you know, other portrayals within The Simpsons of, of homosexuality, right? Mm-hmm. Because there are plenty of other examples within The Simpsons of you know LGBT positive messaging, yeah. even as early as the late well not late eighties because bear in mind the Simpsons was nineteen eighty nine so it's yeah. ostensibly the nineties yeah. right, and very early on as well right mm-hmm. you know sort of very early in 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 the seasons, I think that Smithers homosexuality is definitely maybe not itself the butt of a joke, but. Yo, know, it is something that is congruent with the with the with the with the sycophantism that you see with mm-hmm. with Smithers, right? Yeah. But I think that that kind of narrative sort of relies heavily on only analysing a very small subsection of the cast, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is the important thing, and particularly with episode with season with with shows like The Simpsons, is that. 
the reason that The Simpsons is interesting is because it has so, it can create so many characters, mm. right? You can't just go, you know, with something like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right, ultimately you've got maybe ten characters at the centre of it, nine characters, eight characters mm. right at the centre of it. Whereas The Simpsons can have a dozen sh characters at the centre of it, but a thousand yeah. providing that diverse level of, of interaction. Yeah. I, well, basically, the reason why I, I wanted to talk about, like, Smithers and Stedman and stuff like that, I, I think it's interesting that with sycophantism you get this what was originally this like kind of legal context it was definitely negative right and i, I think sycophantism yeah. in the modern english sense is without a doubt still negative right sure but yeah I think absolutely the kind of um like connotations the kind of like appearance of who is a sycophant has like definitely like changed in the modern english context compared to like obviously the ancient greek and even like maybe the modern greek sure. or like modern other like you know romance languages and stuff like that who've maybe sure. kind of adhered to that initial yeah. um word origin right whereas like you see these characters like like Stedman, like smithers and stuff like that and you know it's typically these like slightly younger men who kind of attach themselves to these like kind of older ca sure. characters yeah. you know it's characters who they typically are kind of lanky. there's a protege element to it as well you know they're kind of like you, you know they're kind of like you know jealous of like the protagonist or they're kind of like yeah you know they're clearly very smart yep. um but and, and sometimes they're kind of cruel but yep. like they're always you know they're always sucking up to their boss yeah sure and stuff like that right sure. and then you get this weird kind of like I don't know, like, the scatological kind of, like, gross component sure. um, of, of, like, the word origin or, like, the different kinds of, like, colloquial, like, other sure. names and stuff like that of, of sycophant that sure. I think is really interesting when, when kind of reading them all, all together. Sure. Um, but, yeah, like, that's 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 more or less it. I don't have, like, quite a very definitive um, conclusion, much like I didn't have a very definitive title, but that is what I have observed. Here's some here's some bunch of information on sycophant yeah, and some case studies in popular yeah, culture. There you go. I think I think that's good enough. Um, I'll award you a PhD. Okay. I will. Not very. Not not a, not a sub, sub, superb one. Uh, I will award you a Utah State University. Okay. PhD in. Um, sycophant communications okay um with a minor in media studies excellent um not that you can get a minor on a phd program it's not yeah, really what say, not really saying. what minors are is it no, in, on, no, at a phd no. level right um but but suffice it to say somehow somehow, I've pulled through. somehow you've managed to yeah. managed to pull that off yes um it was an interesting talk um I know, I, 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 you know, like you say, this is a bit of a bit of a hodgepodge of just sycophants, like you're just talking about at the moment. Um, I think you brought me around. I do agree that that Wayland Smithers is a sycophant, um, and, and to an extent, I don't know whether or not. Well, I mean, I, I don't think Wayland Smithers is necessarily a positive LGBT role model by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think it's hard, right? Because you know, is is a positive role model solely one that's in a kind of monogamous relationship 
with a partner and, mm. and, a, and a healthy relationship. I don't think sitcoms fundamentally thrive on harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, yeah, you've got sycophants here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will award you a degree because of it. Because you managed to, you managed to, you managed to address, you managed to address something regarding sycophants. Anyway, should we wrap up here? Let's wrap up. Okay, if you've enjoyed, well, hang on, I have to give you a word. Oh yeah, you do need to give me a word. Give me a word, and then I will do some wrapping up. Yes. Okay. So, S. Obviously, the next word has to start with letter T, and the word that I'm going to give you is Tetris. Tetris. Mm Like as in the uh, video game, yeah, or or whatever you know the word Tetris. Whatever. I'll do I'll do some more research. I mean, I, exactly. I was assuming that it comes from video game. I was under the impression that Tetris was Russian originally. Really, uh, but I'll need to do some research. Okay, you're burning that. through your material now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> On the other side, there, there is some random speculation about yeah. Tetris, okay. which will form the basis of <laughs> my background form, next exactly, week. Exactly, exactly. No spoilers, right? Don't, give 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 the listeners something to expect for next week. Anyway, if you've enjoyed this episode, mm-hmm. um, there's a number of things you can do. <laughs> Firstly, yes. you can keep up to date with news about Live in La Viva Voce by following us on Twitter at Live in Viva. Mm-hmm. That's Live in with an N, no G. Yeah, no G. If you want to keep up to date with us on Facebook, you can find us by searching Living La Viva Voce or Live in La Viva Voce on Facebook, and I'm sure we'll come up, you'll recognize the logo. Yes. If you want to be notified when we drop new podcasts, mm-hmm. then you want to hit that subscribe button on your favourite podcast service. You know, if it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is that you're using to listen in, listen into this show right now, just smash that subscribe button, or you know, use your favourite favourite you know voice activated speaker and go, "Hey, uh, subscribe me to Live in La Viva Voce." Very instructive. Exactly, and. Also, you know, if you love this content, if you if you love this content and you're into reality TV, mm-hmm. if you're into shows like, for example, Love Island, oh, only like we Love are, Island, only Love Island, only series seven, only Love Island. season seven, Love Island, yeah. then check out Love Island, La Viva Voce, um, our associated podcast, where me and <laughs> yeah. Meg talk about everything that's been happening yeah. this week on Love Island. Exactly. Weekly recaps. Weekly recaps. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's 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 it. Until next week, I've been Adam. I've been Meg. Goodbye. Bye-bye.